This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, it's Monday the 5th of July and thanks for joining me for the latest on travel and destinations from the Green List and the travel desk of The Independent. 180 years on from Thomas Cook's first excursion, what is his enduring legacy? Face masks on trains, what's happening? And cutting through the confusion on testing, I'll do at least something, I hope, to clear the air. Of course, this podcast is completely free, as is my weekly travel email, and you can sign up for that at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. Well, 5th of July, 1841, and Thomas Cook's first excursion set off. It was going all the way from lovely Leicester to Loughborough in Leicestershire, and that was a distance of 12 miles. At the time, Thomas Cook, the man, was a Baptist preacher, but he recognised that technology was changing travel in the shape of the railways and that you could democratise travel. And he's been doing that, well, for much of his life and his legacy lives on. The fact that you and I can, in normal times, go to so many different places with such good value and such safe standards is largely down to him. Anyway, I wanted to celebrate that great event 180 years ago. No, I wasn't on it, but thanks for asking. And find out where people found that he had made such a difference. So I said, well, here we are, um, of the key destinations opened up to travellers of modest means by this great visionary, which has the greatest lasting appeal. Top of the list, Venice. 35% of the people said, yep, this beautiful Italian city um, is largely ours to explore because of Thomas Cook. Second place, Paris. This was actually the destination for Thomas Cook's very first overseas trip. And of course, it remains the capital city of what was the most visited country in the world and an absolute joy. Now, in third place, well, it could have been the Nile. And in 1869, Thomas Cook chartered two steamships for a venture up the Nile. But it wasn't. That got only 20%, in, with 22%, Loughborough has actually been revealed as the place that most people um, who hadn't opted for Venice or Paris, at least, uh, would choose as his great achievement. Not sure if you've been to Loughborough. It's on the East Midlands line from um, uh, London, St Pancras, up to Derby. It's quite close to uh, East Midlands Airport. I'm slightly casting around here. It's not the Nile. It's on the River Soar, which is um, nearly 60 miles long 
And the leading TripAdvisor attraction in Loughborough is the Great Central Railway to Leicester, which mirrors the pioneering journey by Thomas Cook. Next, face masks on trains. You will probably know that we are about to be getting details of the great unlocking on uh, at least in England, and that will be revealed shortly by the Prime Minister. One aspect of this I'm very interested in, and this is face masks for people who are travelling by train. At the moment, they are absolutely compulsory. But on the BBC Today programme this morning, the Care Minister, uh, Helen Watley, was asked about whether she would wear a mask on a rush hour train from her constituency of Faversham in Kent to London. She said, I think it's the sort of environment where if something's crowded, I think I might. But that stood well short of, well, yes, I will for the sake of my fellow passengers. And immediately I got in touch with the RMT union, 85,000 members, biggest uh, rail union in the UK. And the general secretary, Mick Lynch, told me that he felt that the government was making up policy on the hoof on critical issues and that they are very keen to ensure the safety of members and the travelling public and while the government seems to be going, and I quote Mr Lynch, for a free-for-all, uh, common sense and medical advice seem to indicate that some level of control should remain in place in the public realm. Well, um, Helen Watley says there are real downsides to wearing masks, so this is about taking a balanced approach, recognising that we have the huge protection provided from so many people being vaccinated. Well, um, on to the issue of testing. And Sarah's just one of many people every day who get in touch with me. She says, my partner and I are travelling to Preveza in Greece on the 18th of July for a sailing holiday. Don't know if you know Preveza. It's a beautifully located uh, airport just on the Ionian Sea on the western shore of the Greek mainland. Uh, really, well, it's got a fantastic restaurant directly opposite the uh, terminal, by the way, if you have got a flight out of there. And it really does open up a blissful part of Greece, including a lot of uh, sailing opportunities. She says, we need, we know we need to take a COVID test with us to do 72 hours before we return to the UK, but we don't know what to buy or where to get it from. There's no clear information about this specific test on the airline or government website. Can you help us find the answers, please? Sarah, you are not the only people who are mightily confused, but this is something which affects everybody coming back into the UK. You, at the moment... Um, Everybody has to take a test before they get on a plane uh, coming back to the UK or indeed a ferry or a train from Paris, Amsterdam or Brussels. Now, um, what you need is any kind of test and there are some which you can take out. You've got to buy this privately. You can't take the uh, NHS lateral flow test. Some of them say take a lateral flow test um, hook up and we'll we'll do a, a video interview and we can make sure that you're doing this right. There have been repeated problems of people not getting the results uh, that 
that they need or at least not having them accepted. So my strong recommendation is sort out a test locally. It needs to be the certificate in English, French or Spanish. Um, The holiday destinations are getting well used to this and so pharmacies, hotels and so on will probably have it. Airports may well as, as, as well. And I bet in Prevesa Airport there is some location where this can be achieved. So just find it and book it on your way out. Um, expect to pay about 30 euros, so 26, 27 pounds for that. But you do not need to take one with you. And bear in mind that if your flight is coming back, say, on the 25th of July, then you will be able to take the test uh, on the 23rd, sorry, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, or indeed the morning of the 25th of July. It's fairly relaxed. And then you need to book your PCR test for after you arrive. That's a different story. But it's possible that by the time you come back, Mainland Greece may be on the green list. Somehow, though, I doubt it. Well, that's all for now. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk and you can follow that with forward slash newsletters to subscribe to my weekly travel email, which pops up free 7 o'clock every Friday morning. For now, goodbye, stay safe, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. 